Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. are you? This is Carol Marks with the More Remarks podcast. And I'm just going to get right to it. We're going to talk about 50 things every 50-year-old woman should have. Now, how I came about this topic was that I was listening to a Carly Simon song, You're So Vain. And I'm sitting there listening to it and I'm thinking, that sure does sound like Mick Jagger singing in the backup vocals. So I googled it, and sure enough, it was Mick Jagger singing backup vocals for Carly Simon's You're So Vain. And I'm sitting there thinking, I should have known that. I've listened to this song how many times now, and I'm 50-something years old. I should have known this, which prompted me to think of this topic of stuff, you know, things that a 50-year-old should know. So that's what I googled. I googled things a 50-year-old should know. Of course, nothing came up like that. But what did come up was this article by twosouthernsweeties.com. And it is titled, 50 Things Every 50-Year-Old Should ha- Every 50-Year-Old Woman Should Have. And I started reading through the list. And I, like I, I had recorded another episode on this topic. And all I did was I read straight from their list and then commented on it. And I thought, no, I don't want to do that because that is plagiarism, I guess, or whatever, or stealing somebody else's content if I'm just reading it, even though I'm commenting on it. So I'm not reading, so I'm re-recording this, and I'm not going to read everything word for word like I had before. Uh, But I did write some things down that stood out at me, and I will comment on them now. But again, twosouthernsweeties.com is where this list is found. They talk about past acquaintances, past lovers that make you smile or people that you've learned from. Um, And I, you know, of course, people have that in their past. They're more specific on their on their um, list, like have an old boyfriend that makes you smile when you think about them or an old lover that when you think about them that curls your toes and or someone that makes you thankful that you didn't, or that makes you thankful that you are the person you are today, and you, you know, and I'm sure everybody has those people in their lives. Then they talk about material things that you should have. One thing that they mentioned, which I thought was interesting, and it got me to thinking, uh, they said, you know, when you first start off, you have other people's you know, you get hand-me-downs as far as like a couch or a love seat or a recliner, TVs, beds, dressers, that kind of thing. But when you're in your 50s, you should have things that you have bought on your own <laughs> that you are proud of that you like. And I'm sitting here looking around at my house and I have nothing like that. Because I moved in with the gent when we got married. He had already bought this house and he had already furnished it. When we were married, all I did was move in with my clothes and my shoes. And guess what? That's still all I have are my clothes and my shoes. Everything else is stuff that he bought on his own before we were married. That is sad. I'm 53 years old and I have nothing to show for it in material possessions. 
that's okay though that's all right i have spiritual possessions i guess oh that's kind of sad that's okay that's all right though i've always been like that i've always been like that no matter i've i just i'm not a materialistic person i guess i mean i i am to an extent but i'm not a pack rat either um i'm not saying that people who have things are a pack rat but I just don't keep things. I I was raised, I traveled a lot when I was younger, and I love to travel. I always think I'm a natural traveler. I think I've missed my calling. I should have been in the travel industry doing something. I just, I love it. I can pick up and go in a minute and not be tied down to anything, not have sentimental possessions. I mean, yeah, I'm a nomad. Is Is that the right term? I don't know, but I'm just not materialistic bound to something. I I could live anywhere at any given time, probably. Just pick up and go. That's just how I've always lived. (laughs) All right, and then they talk about clothing and lingerie. Um, You should have an outfit that you can go to that would make you know, people, not envious, but, um, oh, I don't know, what what am I trying to say? A go-to outfit that if you were to accidentally meet your ex-lover or something, or you're going to meet a new boss, a, a stunning outfit that you could wear out, and I don't have anything like that. Not really, not really. Again, not materialistic. And that kind of thing. I do have a pair of shoes, though, that I did buy secondhand. I do have a pair of uh, Manolo Blahniks. I've worn once, but I I think I still have them. I keep them because I like them. Uh, They talk about having some power tools. Again, the gent has the power tools. I do not. I did not buy power tools. (laughs) Lingerie, something that you can... Lingerie lingerie outfit and when I first read that I thought oh lord they're going to talk about something sexy but no they said something that you would not be ashamed to be seen in and yes I do have that <laughs> I have matching lingerie too <laughs> but they're but it's it's age appropriate <laughs> I guess you know it's not bad it's not a thong that's for sure uh of course you they said to have dreams that are too big they scare you and I disagree with that I don't have dreams like that anymore. I'm 53 years old. I did have dreams like that in my younger days, even all the way up into my early 40s. But then um, I don't have them anymore. I'm, I'm happy where I am. I'm content and satisfied finally with where I am. I don't have big, huge dreams anymore. I'm enjoying life too much right now. I mean, eventually the gent and I would like to retire and travel and we are planning for that. So I guess if you want to call that a dream, that's you can call that a dream, I suppose. They talk about uh, your health and your skincare routine. You should have a skincare routine, which I do. I'm a big, huge skincare junkie. And speaking of skincare routines, allow me to introduce you to Athea Skincare. Here is what I use for my skincare. Of course, I use Athea. I've been using them off and on now for a little over a year and I have just recently repurchased and gone back to them again like I said I am a skincare junkie 
So I have tried other products along the way, but I always keep going back to Athea. I just recently purchased their new lip duo, the scrub and the mask. And I also have the lip plumper. I've, I've used that before. Love it. But something else is new that I purchased recently, and it is the exfoliating probiotic clay cleanser. Oh my gosh, I love it. You guys need to try it. You will love it too. And for my um, daytime moisturizer, I use their Hyaluronic and Vitamin C Daily Moisturizer. I love this stuff. And not only is it good for your skin, it just makes my skin feel good and healthy. And no other skincare has been able to do that. My skin feels, my face and my skin feels so good after using it. Love it. And if you go to my show notes in this episode, you will get a special link and special code that you can use to get 15% off. And now back to the episode. Of course, fitness, have a fitness routine. I have my garage gym. You guys know that. I've been working out for over uh, probably eight years. I've been working out maybe a little longer. But only the past three to three to four years, I've been doing it in my garage. And they talk about having a recipe, that, a go-to recipe that you can whip up at, you know, that you can whip up without having to read a, read a recipe, know it by heart, something that would impress friends or even the fussiest of people. And I have, <laughs> I have all gratin potatoes that I can go to that I can make without having to read a recipe. I know that's not really a dish. It's more like a side dish recipe, but that's fine. When my kids were little, they liked to call them all rotten potatoes instead of all gratin potatoes. But I have that. I think I do that pretty well, but it's so easy. Anybody can do it. So I really, really shouldn't be bragging about that. I don't think. (laughs) And then they talk about, um, keeping or having journals that you've written in over the years my husband the gent his mother had kept daily planners all her life and I think I'm sure they still have them and they were books that she'd written down in the days she wouldn't write anything long but if something significant happened on a certain day she would write it in the date And I wish that I had done that. I kept journals, but they were terrible, terrible, terrible journals. Like diaries type things that I would just vent in. Luckily, I have destroyed them all. I would be embarrassed if anybody had read them now. However, I did do two things that were good that I'm proud of in my life. (laughs) And when I was pregnant both times... I kept a journal of the pregnancy, what was happening in the world during that time. And I would write to my unborn child, which happens to be Gracie and Tyler now. (laughs) But, you know, back then I didn't know them. They They were not born yet. But I would write to them and tell them what was going on in the world, write to them what was going on in our lives. And uh, I kept them and I plan to give that to them when they start having children. So I'm kind of proud of that, that I've actually kept them. I went back and read some of it, some of it not too long ago. It's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm happy I did that. And I think they'll, they'll be happy to read them too when they get them. Speaking of sentiment, sentimentality, they, these uh, 
Two Southern sweeties also said you should have a piece of jewelry that is sentimental. And I suppose I have that. Um, I've got a few pieces. I've got a few pieces. Somebody gave me uh, my my hairdresser when I was getting married. My hair my hair lady she gave me a, a pendant that with the clock. Um, it was it's an old watch that was transformed into a pendant, and of course it's not working anymore. But it has the time on it the time I got married. I thought that was pretty sweet of her to do that. I also have a whole bunch of other... I have other things, too, that are sentimental. But that's the first thing that popped in my head. Um, oh, I like this one. One secret that makes you smile. <laughs> I have one like that. Obviously, I can't tell you about it. <laughs> but I guess it's not a secret, because only I, one, other, one other person does know, and that's my husband. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Okay, so they talk about having a checklist that never gets checked off. To me, that to me that means a bucket list. I don't know what... To me, that means a bucket list. And yes, I have started a bucket list. Now, I know that goes back to maybe having a dream so big it scares you, but I don't think so. It's just a bucket list of things that I would like to do, maybe someday. I think it's fun to write that stuff down. You know, we'll see. Maybe one day. I don't know. They talk about having enough money on having enough money to run away if you have to. I think they were just trying to be cute with that. I don't know. But I don't plan to run away anywhere. Not by myself, anyway. Uh, And do I have enough money? Perhaps. But I can't get to it easily, if that makes any sense. All right. I like this one. They talk about what makes you get out of bed every day. Have a purpose. And I need to think about that because I don't know that I have a purpose. My purpose is to get up and enjoy what has been given to me right now. And it's all pretty darn good. Um, that sounds selfish though, doesn't it? I think I should have a purpose of giving something back. I don't know what that is yet. And I'm 53 years old, and I should know that. I guess maybe I should start helping people. (laughs) Right now, my world is so small, though. All I do is I get up, and I work out, and I go to work. And, And I enjoy my life. It's very small. It's very simple, but I like it. All right, so the ability. This one's hard. This next one that they talked about. Now, I'm not listing all the 50 things that they had. I just picked out a couple that I liked that I wanted to kind of go over. And I think, too, some of these topics I can get and make a different episode on. There's a whole bunch of other in there that I liked that I'm not touching on because I want to save it and do a whole different episode on it, on a different topic that they talk about. Anyway, you know what I mean. But this next one is is hard. I read it and I've thought about it and it's hard to do. The ability to say no without having to explain why you're saying no. That is difficult. That is difficult. I liken it to um, like when somebody gives you a compliment and just say thank you. That took me forever to do. 
You know, if somebody says, oh, that's a pretty blouse you have on today. Just say thank you without having to say, oh, thanks, I got it at Walmart for $5. No, don't explain. Don't try to diminish it. Simply say thank you. This is what this reminds me of with the ability to say no and not add anything further. I think I can say no, but I always feel like I have to explain why I'm saying no. So that's something to work on. Another thing every 50-year-old woman should have is an accomplishment or two <laughs> that is not that is not um that doesn't have anything to do with your children. It's not tied to your husband. I think I have one, but then I thought about it. It's like, no, it is tied to my husband because he paid for it. <laughs> when I went um, last year, no, year before, I went to Cookville, Tennessee to get my CrossFit Level 1 certification. He paid for it. Now, I had to go and do all the work, but he paid for it. So really, I guess that's not an accomplishment. <laughs> Because he paid for it. I need to think about that some more. That should be another episode altogether, I think. Accomplishments. And lastly, the one I want to talk about is the um, knowledge of who you are as a woman. What brings you joy and happiness and what you will no longer put up with. The knowledge of who you are as a woman. What brings you joy and happiness and what you will no longer put up with. That's a good one. And I think I'm finally there at 53 years old. Yeah. It took me a while, but I think I'm finally there. Also, 50 is not over the hill. Let me tell you. 50, being over 50, I'm 53. It's funny because when you're younger, you look at 50-year-olds and you think they are so old. But now that I'm here... I don't feel old at all. Let me tell you, I do not feel old at all. I feel very young physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. I feel very young. I hope that I will live a very long time. All right, so that's it for now. That's what I want to touch on. Go check them out. I think that article was written sometime in to, late 2016 because when I went to go look at the comments, they start in December 2016. So, to southernsweeties.com, go check them out. It's a good article. Um, Makes you think. And it gave me some good ideas for future episodes. All right, you guys, um, have fun. I think that's all I wanted to talk about today. Enjoy your week. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, I interrupt this episode because I want to tell you how much I love Buzzsprout. And I hope that you start a podcast, too. If you do, please, I suggest you use Buzzsprout. I love them so much. They are easy to use, user-friendly, customer service is out of this world helpful. And um, if you follow the link in my show notes, it lets Buzzsprout know that I sent you. It will get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it helps support my show. But here is what some things you can get with Buzzsprout. You will get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, and tools to promote your episode and so much more. 
Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so much more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed.